On this episode of Beer, Blues, and BS, Kidder and I are sitting down, getting caught up on the week. We're talking some bad drivers. I make a couple of awkward confessions. And boy, you better believe I come in hot because, boy, there's some stuff annoying me. It's been a week, but don't worry. You're in a good place, and the show starts right now. Welcome to the show. It's Howard Blues and V Mark Kidder. Pork all beverage, and your diamond The Triple B, where the Triple B sucks. Okay? Come on. Whatever, man. This is Beer, Blues, and BS. Online at BeerBluesBS.com. You ready? All right, Kidder's giving the official I'm ready, Sai. Oh, twice. He's double ready to go. <laughs> Three times. It's bad. This <laughs> He's going crazy, folks. He's ready to go. Means I should start with going, good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to Beer Blues MBS, the podcast that's easier to listen to than trying to talk to a toddler about the whole dynamics of an HVAC system. I'm your host, Howard Blues, here, as always, with my co-host, the man, the myth, the legend, the Mark Kidder. Kidder, how you doing tonight? Well, let me tell you something there, Howie Blues. <laughs> hack, hack, cough, cough, man. Might be hanging around a little bit tonight, so don't make me laugh. I, I see. I see uh, good old Papa Nurgle has reached out and uh, embraced you with his plague. That's a reference that all the Warhammer nerds will recognize right off the bat. So, ah, we, great. Yeah, That's we what we need. More people following us around. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, got, got to got to appeal to those, you know, hobby folks who uh, might be tuning in because they, they saw a great Howard's Cave of Wonder. Like, maybe I'll try this main show. Maybe they'll talk about some stuff I care about. So there, you know, just just appealing to them right off the bat. Yeah. Mm. I see. Well, if we're continuing to appeal to them, it would be great, great if uh, they would like, share, and subscribe, please. This channel, Beer Blues and BS. You can uh, like us on Facebook, Instagram, follow us all over the place for free. All the audio versions out there Pandora, iHeartRadio, Spotify, <clears throat> etc. Please click the thumbs up subscribe like share we appreciate it because remember sharing is caring and it helps get us in front of more awesome people like you yeah and you know kidder uh, at the time of us recording this we're sitting at 99 subscribers which i know nothing nothing really worth bragging about but it's the first time kidder in the history of well maybe not in the whole history but in a long time in the triple b that uh we might actually have subscribers, more subscribers than we have actual episodes of the show. I mean, it's been a while. Like when we first started, we had a lot of people subscribe right off the bat. We quickly surpassed that in episodes, but they, they've been coming back. It's the race to 100. Will we hit 100 subscribers first or will we get to episode 100 first? So hard to know. We'll see. We'll see, but. You can do your part, fair viewer. Hit subscribe. Please. That would be great. Please. <sighs> but for now, 
And the unknown question of how many people will hit that thumbs up, hit that share button. We do appreciate it. And uh, while we're waiting, we should probably get something to drink because <clears throat> need some vocal lubrication. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What you got going over there for what's on tap. <laughs> well, Ginner, uh, let me give you an option here. I can either go Idaho or I can go Colorado. What should I do? Well, probably both by the time we're done. Probably, but what should I start with? Pick a state, Kidder. Pick a state. Well, this is tough. I've been to both states. <laughs> Just uh, Idaho is a lot shorter visit. <laughs> Each of the times that I've been through Colorado. Only really been there truly been there once all the other times it's been at denver international <laughs> doesn't really count i suppose but it counts more than two feet on the other side of the state line so since uh, we're going into unfamiliar territory let's go into idaho first how about that all right idaho's up first uh, Kidder, uh, this one coming from Idaho, thanks to the local geek's cousin. Uh, this is from the Wallace Brewing Company, brewed in Wallace, Idaho. It is the 1910 Black Lager. Uh, let's see. We have 4.9% alcohol per volume. Let's see. Drink local, drink fresh. In 1910, the mayor of Wallace banned drinking water in favor of beer. My kind of guy. 1910 is amazingly light and smooth, sporting hints of coffee and a touch of dark chocolate in flavor. We accomplished this by cold steeping the dark malts for 24 hours prior to brewing and using Idaho-grown Pilsner malt as a base. Well, that uh, seems to be all the information we got. So a dark beer to start off with. Can't smell the chocolate, so that's good. Hopefully, it's not overwhelming in that taste. Now, Kidder, you know I'm a fan of dark beer. Yes. Um, this is like a really watery dark beer. Doesn't really sound appealing. No, it, it's... It lacks like that full body taste that you get of something like a cold smoke. You know, it's a, you know, a nice full feeling. Hmm. It doesn't have that. It feels very watery and, and such. I can pick up the coffee taste. I can pick up the the co- uh, the chocolate taste to it. But uh, yeah, nothing real special. I, I think I would rate this like a 2.5 uh, for a rating. So, hmm. it's okay. I'll I'll drink it. I'll get through it. Um, but a little disappointing in that sense. I, I want a little bit stronger, fuller taste to my dark beer. Yeah, hmm. that's a little little disappointing. Kidder, what are you having this fine <clears throat> fine evening? I suppose that means I should probably figure out uh, what to have, huh? 
Hmm. <clears throat> well, I hear that whiskey is good for the soul and good for getting rid of uh, <clears throat> whatever <clears throat> this kind of thing is. So, let's take a trip down to Iowa, to Templeton, Iowa. Here's the good stuff. Get some of this out here, because uh, the good stuff is always good to have. Ah, that does smell good. Of course, I've had this before, and I do enjoy a nice glass of Templeton. Get that. Here we go. Look at look at that nice color. And that awesome glass there, Howie Blues. I mean, look at that. Look at this. It's just awesome. It wasn't it, uh, for a second. It does look pretty good there, Kidder. <clears throat> so. Ah, yes. So, again, quick rundown on this. It's the good stuff. It's rye whiskey. Templeton rye from Templeton, Iowa. 45.75% alcohol by volume, which means that this here is 91 and a half proof. And small town, strong spirit. TempletonRye.com. It is distilled in Indiana. What? Population's only 362 in Templeton. So I guess I could see why. Maybe they don't have the space. Or something. So <clears throat> cheers to your health. Yeah. And to yours. No, thanks. Oh, that's good. Kidder, I uh I had a, an annoying experience tonight on my uh my drive home. Was Big D trying was... to call you again? No, no. No. That, that would have at least been entertaining, you know. Mm. No, I was uh I was leaving work and on my uh on my way I was on divide and I was gonna turn on to divide or on to State Street. So turning left on the State Street and kinda make my way up. We were we were doing Papa Murphy's for, for dinner, so I'm just gonna go pick that up. And uh, there's quite a bit of traffic on Divide. It was rush hour, you know, the five o'clock time frame. And, uh, you know, Kidder, there's that uh, PetroServe USA right on the corner there of Divide and such. I was, uh, where my car was, I was right kind of at the start where the center line moves over to form the left-hand turn lane onto that street right before that PetroServe. <clears throat> and uh i mean i was turning left but i didn't i didn't drive into it because it meant i would have to cross the double yellow center mm -hmm. kidder how many cars drove into opposing lane traffic crossing the double yellow to go around me to get into the left-hand turn lane instead of waiting patiently oh, probably i guess at least 10 wasn't quite 10 no but, a, but if you half that, you'd, you'd be right on. Well, it is surprising to me that it was only five. Yeah. People just, are terrible at driving. <clears throat> I just, I don't get it, Kidder. I, I just don't, 
I don't get it. You know, what, what is in such a hurry that you have to, you know, be so stupid? Well, everybody has to be somewhere and everybody is more important than anyone else. Yeah. That's I, how people suck at driving. I mean, the last two people that even went around me, I ended up right behind them in the left-hand turn lane. It, it's like you didn't get all that far. I just, I don't get it. I, I like getting to my destination safely. I like having a car that runs and it isn't smashed to pieces. I just, I don't get that attitude of, I'm going to just go around. It's like, stay in your own lane. Now, why would you want to do that when you can make it 20 feet in, uh, farther, <laughs> 20 feet ahead <coughs> of anybody else? I, I'm in front of you now. Cool. We're both at the same light together. Yeah, I, that has always been a pet peeve of mine. The people who are like racing through traffic, swerving from one lane to the other lane, you know, cutting people off, nearly running, you know, people off the road, causing accidents. And then you get to the, the same light and you're right next to them. It's like you almost caused three wrecks and you are no faster or further along than I am. Mm -hmm. What's the point? <sighs> Speaking of annoying kidder, um, I, I have a I, man. This is going to be like Howard comes in hot this week. I Big D's I, calling I, again. No, no, I, I got. I have an annoying project I have to do tomorrow, and I'm not real happy about it. Um. So you're saying that you have to come in on Saturday? No, no, this isn't work related. But oh. uh, you know what, Kidder? I'm so hot about it. Do I want to make this a hot take? Well, if we don't, I mean, something's going to explode. So <laughs> let's go. I understand that we've had a record amount of snow. I get because of that. When you go to walk your dog... They may not be able to get into the grass and they might have to do their business wherever they can. But, and I'm sorry, future Howard, if you can't clean up your dog's and you just leave it on the sidewalk, you don't deserve to have that dog. Kidder, one of my sidewalks along the side of my house is full of dog. I shouldn't laugh because that's very, <laughs> but <clears throat> I empathize and sympathize because I too have yellow snowbanks and thankfully I haven't seen any piles yet, but I know that there are some landmines waiting. Yeah. I, you know, it's one of those things. Like I understand I've, I've Grown up with dogs, I understand you take them for a walk, they're going to do their business. Totally get that. But there's one thing if you are, you know, cleaning up after your pet, you know, that that's one thing. You know, that that's fine. You, you just you shove a baggie in your in your coat pocket, you scoop it up, you get home, you throw it in the trash. Hell, I don't mind if you walk past my place and you throw that baggie of dog poo into my trash can. I can live with that. 
What I don't like is the fact that now I have this chunk of sidewalk that is covered in dog feces that tomorrow I'm going to go out and I'm going to clean up because it looks terrible that it's all on my property. What's even worse, we have this happen at the Capitol. I see it pretty frequently. People who who grab that, you know, to have that baggie, they do clean up after their dog. But instead of walking to the trash can or then putting it in their car, because we have a lot of people who drive their dogs to the Capitol and walk around, they just leave them by one of the, the bollards, the light up bollards for like the grounds crew to clean up. Mm-hmm. Go to all the trouble to bag it up and then they just toss it there by the sidewalk. Like, yeah, somebody else will clean that up. Yep, close enough. I, yeah. If you can't handle the responsibility of cleaning up after your dog, you shouldn't have a dog. I'm just going to say it. Just going to say it. It's a responsibility. It's part of having a pet. So that's what I get to do tomorrow, Kidder. So I get to go clean up somebody after somebody else's dog. Yeah. I'd say number one, bring the hose. Number two, bring the shovel. And uh, shovel it up. Even better if we could find out who it was. If uh, only there were a certain bird in the area watching over the neighborhood, like a security service that could tell us where that dog lives and then make a return to sender. Yeah. I, I, I know where one of the dogs is from because he's an older dog that my neighbors, instead of walking, they just open the door and he just goes wandering the neighborhood. So, which is he a poops problem on my lawn, itself. Yeah. I just, I don't, I don't understand being that lazy. Uh, Again, pets are like kids. If you're if you're going to have them, you're responsible for them. That's how, mm-hmm. how it goes. That's, That's right. We have so. a couple in a, this neighborhood, too. So just remember, folks, either lock them up or they can be taken away by animal control because they're not on a leash if they're not on your property. I yeah. know. So my. Uh, yeah, my sister-in-law got a new dog. Oh. So, yeah, this week. Yeah, it's a uh, black lab. Uh, they named it Olive. Yeah. Hmm. So they're getting used to having a puppy again, but they do a great job. They do a great job of taking care of their dogs, and they've been super great with our kids and the, the dogs and all of that. Like, you know, Junior's just been like, puppy, me, meet puppy, me, meet puppy, and... You know, it's like, well, no, we uh, we got to get the puppy its shots first. And then we, we got to find a time when we can introduce the puppy when your parents are around. It's like, thank you. Thank you. You are following all the rules we have asked. Unlike my brother-in-law who, you know, came over when uh, Lefty and I weren't at ha- or weren't around and introduced his puppy to our our son. Still not happy about that one. Or you just Man, don't not- get dogs and then you don't have to worry about it. <laughs> I listen, there's nothing wrong with dogs. Oh, oh, I thought that's where you I thought just, you know, just one thing. And I thought that's where. No, uh, it, it, it's it's puppies. The way that they they play is they 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 nip. 
right? They, they pretend fight, they nip, they bite. And, you know, when you have a toddler who doesn't understand that, the biggest thing that we worry about is him playing with the puppy and the puppy nips. And he decides, ah, I hate dogs, scared of dogs, don't like dogs. That's what we're trying to avoid. That's why we, we say be best to introduce the puppy when we're around so we can kind of control that situation. You know, the puppy goes to bite. I can reach out and smack it on the nose real fast or pull Calvin out of the way. It, you know, it's he can do some things. You have some control over that. But that's what we're more worried about, because. I mean, my parents have three dogs. My brother has a dog. My sister has a dog. My sister-in-law has two dogs. You know, it, there's a lot of dogs in the family, and we don't want our kids to be scared of them. You know, that's that's it. It's being, you know, responsible parents. So, Kidder, I uh, I, I couldn't help but notice our, uh, our abs are not doing so hot right now. You know, there's been a couple games that... <clears throat> Haven't been the best this week, so yeah. What what what's what's causing it, Kidder? I, I mean, you know me. Like I, I I haven't had a lot of time lately to like follow, but I know you try to watch, you try and listen, you follow that stuff. What, what what's going on? Why why are we losing, man? Still what, what? injuries and uh, cheap shots. The past two games, we've had players taken out by cheap shots. In fact, Kale McCarr uh, was hit with a an illegal shoulder check to the head that the officials missed. Went out with the concussion protocol for uh, the five minutes. They make you sit to make sure that you know you, what you're doing still. And he came back to finish the game. <clears throat> Didn't you know do uh, a lot, but then uh, was out yesterday's game and then tomorrow's game as well and then in yesterday's game the the terrible rematch against the lightning from uh stanley cup final of course uh, matt calvert got blasted by i believe it was ian cole and uh he was uh ian cole today was fined by the nhl uh, players, um, whatever it is, the um, safety league with the league. <laughs> I don't remember what they're called. The player, like player safety. You know what I mean? Yeah, you know I, what I'm saying? I, 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 I get what you're throwing down. I, I'm following. Yeah. Oh. He was fined. <clears throat> and so I don't know how long Calvert's going to be out. Landeskog is still not even skating, and they're hoping to have him back on the ice. And well, by the time this episode is uh, almost or is released, or shortly after. So if you're watching this, hopefully Landeskog is almost ready to skate and rehab and come back just in time for the playoffs. But I mean, there's a there's an ebb and flow to the games, and it's very weird to watch because the first period they're usually pretty good. Second period usually pretty good. Third period, what are we doing? <laughs> just absolutely forget. And that's just something that they're trying to work on, I guess. 
keep the foot on the gas pedal, keep it going forward because you haven't won the game until the 60 minutes is up. You have to get a lead and maintain that lead. You can't just relax and hope that uh, your defense and your, your goalie are going to make every save every time because that's been the case <clears throat> several times this year where Avalanche have been up 3 nothing, and they end up losing 5-4 to four or something like that. So is it something that uh, I'm worried about? Yeah, not really. Is it something that needs to be addressed? Absolutely. Because it's it's a problem. It's a problem. And it's not good hockey. Uh, last night's game I was watching, and after the second goal, I just turned it off. And I'm glad that I did because it was a 5 nothing blowout. You know, Kidder, I... I find, at least this is my generalized take, and it would be interesting to hear what uh, rude boy Kyle thinks of it, but it, to me it always seems like when, when you as a team, you start playing defense hockey, like, we have the lead, guys. Let's just play defense, and uh, we're not really going to try to score. We're just going to try to kill the time. It always seems like that comes back to bite you in the butt. Mm -hmm. I, I have watched more teams lose because they're like, now oh, we're going to play defense now. And they, they stop trying. And I think it's, uh, I think once you let that momentum go of trying to score, I think you just, you know, it's hard to get it back. Mm -hmm. that, that's my take. So I don't know if you've ever noticed a similar trend. Yeah. The, the dump and change mentality is <laughs> something that I despise. Hate, hate that. Dump, dump the puck into the end so then you don't ice it and then go get off, to the, off the ice, get on the bench. <clears throat> Not a fan. It's boring, boring hockey. You know, go out, at least have one person each shift. Try and take it in. Try and squeeze something in. Get a shot. Do something. Nope, just dump it. Terrible. Uh, the All-Star game was also stupid. I, 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 I did not like that game. I turned that game off. And the way that I, they're, they're doing the All-Star game for the past, I think, six or seven years, except for 2020 when they didn't have it, is they do three-on-three -three hockey. And the there's four of the subdivisions or regions, I guess, whatever you want to call them. <clears throat> I'm sure that there's a, the actual you know term, but uh, they face off in a bracket tournament where they play two periods of hockey. And then the winner of those first two games moves on to the quote-unquote championship game and plays you know another two periods of hockey three-on-three. Three. And I thought we had a chance this year because Miko Rantanen, Kale McCarr, Nate Landeskog, uh, Landeskog's not out, Nathan McKinnon, 
is what I was trying to say. Gabe Landeskog. It's been a long week. Uh, so the three of them were on the same team, obviously. And aside from that, they're on, they put them on the same line. So they were literally saying, here come the avalanche with the puck. And did a decent amount of the scoring in the first game. And then that the second game for the championship. Boop, 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 boop. That's uh, that's disappointing. I hear that there's uh, that uh, people weren't really happy or impressed with the uh, with the uh, skills contest this year. Yeah, I didn't get to see it, but uh, Kale McCarr blew a tire basically going on the speed competition, so he was eliminated. So all around, and I think, truthfully, I think it's because they were wearing those stupid retro jerseys this year, and our uh, Avalanche jersey this year looks terrible, so that's probably why everything sucked. I remember people talking about that it, it didn't go well, and people were, like, unimpressed and leaving and those sorts of things, so... I read some comments on some uh, threads on the NHL Facebook page and a bunch of people were saying, I brought my kid. We were super excited and we found more excitement waiting in line for the popcorn at the vending machine or vending stands and stuff like that. Like, okay. Uh, That is a good reason for me to not uh, go. That's kind of sad because you would have, you would think that the skills competition would be a lot of fun and, you know, an easy sell for, hey, come with your family and such. But mm-hmm. it, it's amazing to see. It kind of it kind of uh, makes me laugh because uh, what was the coach? Was it Tortorella who said, you know, he really didn't care about the all-star game? I think it was. We, we talked about it on the show. But it just kind of makes it seem like, well, he's uh, he's got it right. <laughs> Clearly, yeah. I don't know. I I don't have a lot of memories watching the All Star Game. Uh, from year, I mean, I remember last year. I I really enjoyed last year's, partially because it was in Vegas, and it involved you know, Kadri when he was with the Avalanche and McKinnon and Kale McCarr. But uh, also, the Lamaroos were involved with it as well. And so that was, you know, a not a personal tie, but I mean, a, a local tie to the game. And so I appreciated that. <clears throat> but going back and thinking how they potentially did it before when the All-Star Games were just mixing up the players. So... You could even be on the same main team, but then you were playing against your teammate. I mean, that sounds a little bit more interesting, you know, where it was where it's all mixed up. And I don't know if they ever did that, but I thought it was a little bit different where there was the all star game where there was a game, three periods, basically a full hockey game. And it was just the smattering of players. It would be nice to see them do that. It'd be nice if the Winter Classic was was that, you know, truthfully. Because everybody likes the Winter Classic. An excellent venue to do something like that. 
Mm -hmm. But for me, my final uh, piece of uh, commentary on that is uh, I heard uh, and I don't remember if it was Kevin Weeks who said it or uh, which of the other commentators it was or they all kind of agreed. But I agree in the statement the all-star game should be after the Stanley Cup is given out. End of the season. Make it the very last thing of the year. You don't have to worry about getting tired, hurting yourself, whatever the case is. And then it's kind of a the WrestleMania for hockey. You know? The year year's over with. Here's the all-star game. These are all of the, the best players. And then you can even, I mean, you wouldn't really want to push it off, I guess, because they give the awards out at the Stanley Cup celebration. But that's kind of where I'm going with it, right? Like the week after the final game. And even if it's finished in four games, okay, so then it's, Two weeks after, because you have that extra week, right? For a game seven. Make it that Friday, Saturday. There it is. Skills competition Friday night. Sun, uh, Saturday is the actual all-star game. And make it a game. I, I mean, that's what they do uh, with football. The, the Pro Bowl happens after the Super Bowl. Well, they just fly the players out to Hawaii and... You know, they don't get into a full, um, like, it doesn't, it's still not a super competitive game. It's just kind of fun to see, like, the best of the best or people that you don't normally get to see line up or things like that. Uh, they even did, I know, one year, one of the players <laughs> for a play actually switched teams. He was a center <laughs> and he switched. Because uh, I think it was Favre was on the other team and they had played together like on the Packers years and years before, you know, like a good chunk of their career. And Favre was on his way out and this guy was on his way out. So they, for one play, the center went over and played on the other team just so that he could hike the ball to Favre one last time. Hmm. And just have a moment, you know, and it's like, there's nothing wrong with that. Yep. I do remember when they would mic up the players and, and not just <clears throat> in the sense of, yep, they're, they have a microphone on and then we're going to check in with them. It was literally as they're playing. I remember them talking with uh, Elliot, I think is his last name. The uh, uh, used to be the goalie for St. Louis. And <clears throat> he's having like they're on the other end of the ice and he's having a conversation with the commentators and the play suddenly turns around and they're 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 coming down down the ice. He's like, oh, hold on, guys, I, I'm busy, <laughs> you know, like in the middle of it makes a save. And he's like, oh, that was close. Oh, man. Thanks, guys. Uh, uh, what was the question? Just just real like 
bringing you into the game. And and that I thought was hilarious because you know, they're talking to the players while they're on the ice. Like it, it wasn't such a serious game. Uh, you can see that they can have some fun with it too. Yeah, but. well it's it's fun when the you get to see the players have fun with uh with the game. No, it is it I didn't watch any of it, but I I know I had heard those uh those bits of commentary. Oh, Kidder, I'm going to be brave tonight. Um I'm no. still assembling models. Oh no. Uh, yeah. Uh I haven't glued myself to myself yet. But uh, I have another one of these Godzilla figures. And if you recall the last time I, uh, I assembled one of these, I ended up bleeding. Mm-hmm. So uh, wish me luck. I haven't drank nearly as much this time around. So, Oh, no. There Should goes Tokyo. Sh- go, go, Godzilla. More like, oh, no, there goes Howard's thumb. Um well, well, we'll see how it goes. We'll see how it goes. You don't need that anyway. Just remember, ladies and gentlemen, always cut towards your spouse. <laughs> Howard Blues makes his own recommendations and does not reflect the views and or opinions of the Mark Kidder and or Beer Blues and BS. Actually, uh, actually, Kidder, uh, that one comes from... Uh, my uh, my brother-in-law and I by that I mean the brother-in-law I like mm. um uh, yeah see I'm gonna have the same problem kidder see that that gap right in there it's because uh the leg oh well maybe I got it oh good maybe I won't have to trim it yeah I might on this bother side yeah we might be living a little dangerously here in a bit wonderful yeah wonderful so Kidder, I uh, I know you're 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 enjoying some nice whiskey. Mm-hmm. You know, yes. the the top-notch whiskey. But um let us let us move down from the top shelf to the uh you know frat Blail. boy special. <laughs> oh. Uh I don't know if you've heard about this story uh Kidder, but uh Fireball is being sued. Have you have you heard about this story? I want to. I, I think that I have, but I don't want to ruin whatever you might be uh, setting up. Okay. Well, Kidder, uh, I, I I heard about this story uh, this week, and I was like, oh, we got to talk about this. So, Kidder, you know how like you go in the liquor store and they have that section of like the little bottles? Yeah, the shooters. Yeah, and they're like ninety nine cents, maybe a dollar. Maybe a little bit more if you're going for the. This is this is a a, a recession there, Jayco. They're like four bucks now. You know what? I've never. I'm, I'm, okay, Howard's awkward confessions as I point a knife towards the camera. I've never actually bought one of those shooters, ever. Hmm. So, I swear you it, that that we had at some point because we wanted to try something and and we didn't want to buy a whole bottle of it. Uh, nope. You're thinking of somebody else you lived with. That wasn't me. Hmm. Okay. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> yes. Uh, Kidder, uh, Fireball is being sued because if you actually 
get the little shooter of fireball and you read the label closely, you will see that it uh, says fireball cinnamon, but is missing something from the true label, which is the whiskey part. And it has been confirmed. There is no whiskey in those shooters. Perfect. They are, they are actually flavored to taste like whiskey, but there's no actual whiskey in them. And so some folks have brought a class action lawsuit against Fireball for false advertising and marketing. That's how it goes. Yeah. And that's why we give you what we say. Yeah. And uh, I was aware of this. I remember seeing uh, that article, class action lawsuit. And I agree. We needed to talk about it because whiskey is delicious. Fireball. You know, I can't say that I've honestly had Fireball. You're not really missing a whole lot. I mean, I, I didn't think I was, you know, it, I don't know. That just it never struck me as like, mm, this is a uh, high quality whiskey. It seemed more like the thing that people got when they went out to places like level 10 or. No, no, the no level, level 10 is the classy place. Ah, You're thinking okay. of like Gillies or whatever it's called. Yes, <clears throat> yes. Because that's You're what correct. you would be doing shots or even bucks. Listen, I also, rest in peace. <laughs> also, Kidder, I, I didn't really tend to visit those places. So mm -hmm. I, I think I was in bucks maybe two or three times. And it was because it was people's birthday and they wanted to go to bucks. Mm hmm. I think I was in Gillies like once. Yep. Yeah. And it was so stinking loud. I couldn't hear anything. And yep. But uh, I was in there a few times and I'm happy to say that I made it out in and out each time without getting stabbed. So there's that. <laughs> uh, as a side note, when Puddle of Mud was in Grand Forks, and I'm trying to remember who they were there with. I want to say it was Nickelback. Uh, apparently, and I have to say apparently because the story was referred to me from someone who was there and witnessed this, but Wes Scantlin, lead singer for Puddle of Mud, and some of the other band members after the show, went downtown Grand Forks and stopped at Gillies. And apparently some guy got into it with Wes about something or bumped into him, whatever the case was. Apparently Wes shoved him down to the ground or partially knocked him out or something. Again, this is a good 15 years ago and uh, <laughs> referred to me from other people. But again, dude is knocked on the ground and apparently Wes Scantlin unzipped his pants, started peeing on the guy and said, ha, look, puddle of piss. Yeah, that just sounds a bit too urban legendy for the old uh, Howard truth meter. Well, I mean, it doesn't have to pass the smell test, thankfully. So, but um, I was told that 
I want to say a day or two after the concert. And the unfortunate thing is that I was not there to witness it. The fortunate thing, I was not there to witness it. <laughs> nice, uh, you, nice save. Because when you said the first part, I'm like, do you really want to watch a guy pee on a guy? <laughs> Get her right. I'm starting to get a little worried about you. Come on, I'm not R. Kelly. <laughs> wow, an R. Kelly joke on the show. <laughs> well, somebody has to make a timely reference. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I do have to say that I had higher hopes. You remember O'Reilly's? Which I think is still there. But it was yes. attached to level 10. Like, uh, yes, in fact, when I was trying to think of the name of Gillies before settling on level 10, I thought that there was a place called O'Reilly's, but then I was like, no, that seems so stupid of a name. But mm-hmm. now that you say it, yeah. I... We went there together once, hoping that yes. it would be our downtown neighborhood tavern. And it kind of was, except for the you know, tin roofs and obnoxious people i mean I, I didn't mind the tin roofs i mean i like it I, I like a good tin tin roof You're right but i mean with all the people in there it was loud well that's true yeah it was loud and then we couldn't get a drink right away and then we were like this if this was our neighborhood pub we'd have a drink in our hand already <clears throat> we'd have a pint a frosty pint yeah. Yeah. You know, we never did really find that neighborhood pub. Well, when we make our first million off of this show, maybe we'll have to open one. I don't necessarily want to run a pub. I mean, oh. r- running a bar is like more commitment, and I already have enough commitment just trying to keep this podcast afloat um, <laughs> with all the uploads and editing and all that. I don't need to try and run a bar on top of it. I've seen enough bar rescue. I... I'd be one of those guys that John Tapper yells at about, you're never here at your bar. And I'd be like, I know. <laughs> it's because I have a regular job. I got kids. Yeah. And then you point to the shirt hanging on the wall because you couldn't afford or we couldn't afford to uh, make a, a poster out of it. <laughs> yeah. You know, as although. A, I don't, go ahead. That would be. The bar, that is. That would be a great way for us to actually fund doing this show. I mean, if you, if you can make it successful. But I, I think a bar, you, you have to put your heart and soul in to have a decent bar. Crap. We don't so. have either of those. So. Mm-hmm. That's uh, that's very much true, Kidder. So, but no, we, we, we haven't ever really found that, uh, you know, that, like, pub like we tried with blarney stone but i hate trying to park downtown yeah like enough where it's just like i got really tired of blarney very quickly for that reason Mm -hmm. which is sad because like downtown is like the perfect spot because i live up here on the north end you're down on the south end downtown's kind of in the middle downtown yep hmm. you know it, it it was it would be like the perfect spot to like meet on a friday night and do a podcast uh, yeah have a beer things like that mm-hmm. but i hate trying to find parking around there I feel like 
unless you go to the parking ramps, you end up circling the block like four or five times. And yeah, I just that's more hassle than I want just to drink. Yeah. We'll say last Saturday, I met up with JS Gunslinger at Blarney and uh, we sat at the rail. Plenty of spaces open. I even almost parked in front of the door out front. Very, very good. Good experience. Good conversation. Had some laughs. Good stuff. Hopefully, JS Gunslinger will join us next week. You're busy. You got kids. <laughs> I, I still would appreciate the you know the invite. I mean, I I'll turn you down, but you know at least it's like oh I was I was at least wanted. You know, you yeah. son of a bitch. Well, it's like I got, I got kids, man. I, they are a time commitment. I mean, I love my kids. They're awesome, <laughs> Mister. Hey, you should send me an invite so then I can say no. <laughs> Listen, it, it, it's it's just the like, you know, they at least, oh, they thought of me. They they wanted me to come out. I am. Um, oh, oh, we you know, thought about you. We la- laughed at stuff that you've done. <laughs> <laughs> See, edit. Yeah, yeah, you know, and this show. Well, you know, that's uh, that that is part of my uh, role on this show is. Comic relief. Hmm. <clears throat> All right. You know, hmm. listen, I, I figure if you're going to be on a, a show and put it out to the world, you're just going to have to realize you're going to make mistakes. You're sometimes going to be the butt of the joke. But if I can make somebody laugh for a little bit, yeah, mm-hmm. you know, I'm not one of those egotistical like YouTubers who's like, I always got to look good in every shot. Hmm. I mean, I, I, I kid you not, kidder, to, you know, if one of these days this gets big enough and somebody comes back and goes, you know, to me, hey, I remember the time you glued your fingers to your own hand three times in a night. Like, yes, that was funny. That did happen. Mm-hmm. I was there for it. I mean, it, it was funny. I... Well, I told you that I made a short of it, and I, I'm not going to lie, Kidder. I was laughing at it as I was doing it because I'm like, oh, the, oh, this is so ridiculous. Yeah. But, you know, you can't laugh at yourself, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Speaking of <clears throat> maybe not laughing, hopefully not, but uh, you brought uh, these down. Hey. Uh, how, how, how did you get those, Kidder? Because uh, I, I got them right here. Well, son of a bitch. It's weird how things like that work out. Yeah. Although, although yours is clearly open. Mine is clearly uh, not. I just rip, ripped the tab because I was getting excited. And then I was like, wait, I should have done that on camera. That's, so, that makes you feel better, Kidder. I just did mine off so, camera. So there. I just there. Wow. Wow. <laughs> So uh, thanks to Jake there, he found these and I'm kind of, I mean, I'm excited and not at the same time (laughs) because they're, they're, they're Jack Link's brand pork strips, spicy dill pickle. And they are the uh, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 
uh, theme there. But look at that. A whole nine grams of protein. And there's three servings in this, which means that there's 240 calories. And it's a good thing I haven't had dinner yet tonight. So this might do. Maybe. There's, uh, let's see here. 2.85 ounces. And it's 100% pork. Pork, water, sugar, salt. Less than 2% of monosodium glutamate spices, hydrolyzed corn protein flavors, pineapple powder, lactic acid, turmeric extract, and sodium nitrate. Okay. It's got quite the smell to it. Yeah. And uh, for the odd... For the audience's sake, I, I picked these up at Walmart because I saw them. And I'm like, spicy dill pickle jerky? That sounds like something we got to try. And I, I picked them up for the Royal Rumble. But as hey, if you've been watching, you know, I, I wasn't able to make it to the Royal Rumble. Uh, but I gave Kidder his pack so we could try these and uh, give them on the show. So mm-hmm. I, I see Kidder looks like he's taking a bite or at least he's no. giving it a smell. I've been I've been trying to to really dissect the scent of these. It's uh, like a hint of bacon, burnt brown sugar, like a a dill sprig, and maybe salt. Hmm. Hmm. Well. Hmm. Very interesting taste to him. Yeah. He got the dill. I like that it's a lot of dill. Yeah. Hmm. Ah. Oh, just a little bit of spice. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Not exactly what I would have imagined that tasting like, Kidder. Yeah. That's just a little bit of a like sweet taste that just seems a little off. Yeah. Now for your moment of ASMR. We're going to need a graphic for that. I take it back. <laughs> hmm. <clears throat> well, thanks, sir. How are you, Blues? Yeah. What, what, what would you give it as a rating, Kidder? Out of our, you know, hmm. classic triple B out of five rating scale. <clears throat> Overall, the flavor... It's there. Not too bad. And it's not quite what I expected. When they put spicy on it, I don't feel that it's spicy. It's more of a zing. Like a light heat. And uh, I've, I don't know, eaten six pieces already. 
Um, maybe a two and a half. Give it a nice middle of the road rating. That's a that's a that's fair. Actually, I was thinking about a two and a half myself. You know, um, if on a shelf with other jerky, I think there are different flavors I would choose before this. Yeah, but it's not it's not like terrible, you know, but uh, yeah, not my favorite jerky ever, but it's different. It's interesting. It was at least worth the experiment. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And uh, it is making me want to drink, Kidder. I don't know mm. if you're going to do a round two. I know you're fighting a bit of a bug, but I'm up for round two of what's on tap. I do. I was going to tease it earlier and then I forgot, but I do have something else to review. Oh. Mm -hmm. oh. Mm -hmm. Wow. But now I'm hungry. <laughs> well, while, while you, uh, while you chomp down on that jerky, mm -hmm. allow me mm -hmm. to, uh, to do what's on tap round two. Woo. Um, I, I got, I got <clears throat> four words, Kidder, that should never never appear on a can but uh they appear on this one they are india pale ale time uh, extra no no and truthfully it's like three words in an acronym uh but the words are new belgium and uh citrus ipa that's right i have one of these citrus rescues <laughs> It's a citrus IPA. Uh, they partnered with Imperfect Foods, so it's brewed with perfectly good but imperfect-looking fruit. Says on here, oh, hey, future Howard, key up that rim shot. Aren't you glad this fruit didn't go to waste? Yeah. There have been better puns on the show from us. Uh, Citrus Rescue. It's an India Pale Ale with orange juice, orange peel, and natural flavors. It is 6.5% alcohol by her volume. Uh, and, you know, it's, of course, a new Belgium, which means, eh, who needs tasting notes? So. <clears throat> Kidder, I believe you've had one of these on the show. Yes, sir. And, um... You know, I can't remember what you said about it, but uh, knowing that it's an IPA, you probably hated it. But it's definitely got an orange scent to it. <clears throat> okay, now it might be the fact that I'm, you know, this is chasing that uh, spicy dill pickle jerky. But it's not too bad. I'm getting a lot of the orange scent and uh, not scent, but a lot of the orange flavor. There we go. Use the right sentence, Howard. Um, not a lot of the, the bitter IPA. I don't know if that's because my mouth is a little on fire from the jerky, you know, so it's like diminishing like the bitterness of the IPA. So it's, uh, yeah, it's not bad. You know, for, for fruit and beer, it's not bad. I'd probably still rate this maybe like a 2.52. But uh, it's not bad. I'll drink it. 
Hmm. So there you go. Hey, what's on tap? Round two from Howard. <clears throat> For me, it was back at episode 91. And I said, it's like orange juice with a side of pine. <laughs> yes, I do remember that review. Mm-hmm. 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 That's a, that a very kidder review. I do my best. Thank you. Anybody can tell you naturally. it's an IPA. Only kidder will tell you it's an IPA by saying it's orange juice with a side of pine. Yes. Well, after all, I would like a water <clears throat> filled with hops and grain, malt, that sort of thing. Okay, <clears throat> I better get in here. And this is new. How new is it? It's so new. It's barely not new. Have you heard of this controversy? Howard Blues. I uh, I have not heard of that controversy, but I have seen that can before, Kidder. Mm-hmm. It's brand new. Pepsi Cola Company has killed Sierra Mist. Sierra Mist is dead. It is gone. It's done. When the supply is out, it gone forever. Pepsi wants to cut into the Sprite business on the Coca-Cola bottling company side of things. And so therefore they've created a crisp, clear burst of lemon lime flavor named Starry. Yes, Starry. I don't quite know what makes that lemon lime E, but as you can see, the can is very colorful with the yellow and green for the lemon lime. But uh, this is their version of the lemon lime flavored soda, caffeine free. And um, carbonated water and high fructose corn syrup. So. <clears throat> There's that. First saw this last weekend at the store, so I knew I had to get some, and I knew I had to review it on the show because, well, uh, rest in peace, Sierra Mist. Interestingly enough, it smells like 7-Up. I mean, it, it should be very close to Sprite, 7-Up, Sierra Mist, but. Hmm. And similar to Sierra Mist. I think it needs more bubbles. And there's kind of a syrupy aftertaste. Hmm. Mm. I don't quite say this is an improvement. <laughs> um, 
but I guess I'm generally not uh, uh, as big of a fan of the Pepsi Cola company as I am of the Coca-Cola company. Maybe that's kind of what I'm just used to. But it's a, it's a lemon lime soda. Honestly, it, it, it almost tastes like the generic brand that you would get at the store. <laughs> hmm. Yeah. Underwhelming. You know, Kidder, uh, I'll, I'll just admit it. I, I thought about making this a hot take, but I'll just admit it because uh, I don't think it's that hot. Uh, never been a fan of Sierra Mist. So... <clears throat> Uh, yeah, I mean, I'll I'll drink it if uh, I I have to. I I prefer Sprite much more. Even looking in here, there just aren't that many bubbles. It's not that carbonated, so the bubbles are part of what does it. Here, I was, I was thinking you were going to say that you know I, I'll I'll drink a Sierra Mist if I have something to mix with it. <laughs> mm. No, I mean, if if I'm at one of those places that serves Pepsi products and it's uh, too late, you know, I need to go to sleep at some point, I won't order a Mountain Dew like I normally would. I'll, I would get a Sierra Mist. But uh, that's the only reason why I would order... Because if I'm going to a convenience store picking out a bottle of soda, <clears throat> I go right to the Coke section. <laughs> like Coke or Sprite, probably a Coke. Maybe a, a Barks root beer. Because Barks has bite. The only root beer with caffeine in it. Yeah. You know, excuse me. While I was a uh, sick kidder, um, I, I spent a little bit of time kind of exploring the uh, the wide world of like reels and shorts while I was laying in bed. Uh, since we're trying to create some of our own, and I just kind of wanted to see, you know, what was out there, you know, in that realm. And uh, I, I, I ended up following the. I, I didn't follow them, but like I kept running into this one. Uh, it's for a place called Shelby's. It's in Canada, and the the guy makes uh, shawarma poutine. Are, are you familiar with poutine? Yes, I used to get it in Grand Forks. Ah, um, this guy he. He has a very thick Middle Eastern accent, but he's just hilarious as he is making this like poutine for people, you know, and like, it's kind of funny. He he disregards people's things. Like he'll ask you like, do you want the, you know, the regular garlic or the spicy garlic? And people are almost always like, well, I'll have the regular garlic. I'll give you the spicy. And he <laughs> throws it in and, um, but he ends everyone with, and don't forget the Pepsi. Hmm. But which is why I, I thought of it. But 
Um, man, I don't know where this Shelby's place is in Canada, but I kind of want to find it because after watching him like make these big, like bowls of uh, shawarma poutine, I'm like, I want to try that. I don't wonder, you know, that looks good. Kind of want to taste it. So, uh, might have to look that up so that uh, if I ever go to Canada, I know where I need to go. Canada, eh? Yeah, Canada. Yes, sir. We were going for some French fries and gravy, sir. Almost <laughs> made it. I got a I got a great Canada story for you, Kidder. Oh, I don't know if you ever. So. Uh, when I was at UND in the ed program, there was a, a, a kid who was in the program with us. And he had this story of uh, he uh, he and some buddies, they wanted to go to Canada because, of course, the drinking age in Canada is lower. So they were going to go up to drink. So they, they do what a lot of UND uh, students do. They load up their, their car and they head for Canada on the weekend. They're going to go up to like Winnipeg and and drink. And uh they're uh they're approaching the border crossing and they realize man um we don't really have a great story for crossing the border, you know. And they start to panic because they're they're afraid that if they say that they're going up to Canada to drink that they're not going to get let into the country. So in their panic, when they when they get to the actual border crossing, and the, the border agent's like, "So, what brings you to Canada?" the the guy behind them was like, "Well, we're uh, yeah, we're um, we're uh, we're we're going up to Winnipeg for an art museum." You know, car with like five dudes in it going to Canada for an art museum. And the, mm-hmm. the custom agent getting him, but he's like, is that really why you're going up there? Oh, yeah, yeah, we're, we're going up to a, a modern art museum in Winnipeg. Yeah, yeah. Custom agent finally leans in and goes, guys, listen, if you're going up to Canada to drink, just say you're going up to Canada to drink. It's a far better idea than trying to lie to a Border Patrol agent. Okay, we're going up to drink. All right. Welcome to Canada. <laughs> so, just a great life lesson to our listeners out there. Don't lie about why you're trying to get into the country. Kidder, I, I have to ask. You're a you're a fan of law enforcement TV shows. Mm-hmm. Have you ever seen? Um, I know it's on Facebook Watch. I don't know if it's on YouTube, but have you ever seen Fridays with Frank? I think I've seen uh, one of his uh, episodes. Yes, I've been I've been watching some of that, Kidder. Mm-hmm. So, it's pretty enjoyable uh, for the audience who doesn't know. Uh, he is with the he's Deputy Frank. Uh, how does he pronounce his last name? Schloop, Schloop. One of those. Um, he's with the Pinal uh, County Sheriff's Department. And he does traffic enforcement in Pinal County, Arizona. Yeah, and uh, it's actually entertaining to watch because it's 
it really does give you an, an idea of what it's like to to be a cop enforcing traffic and he, he he does a pretty good job of explaining like all of his decisions and why he's getting a certain ticket and he's got a pretty good sense of humor so it's been been interesting to watch didn't have I just a video where he went up to the car that he stopped or some one shift he uh he had to wear some giant hat or some something ridiculous i don't remember good story <laughs> yeah I, it, it was interesting they he did talk about because um he did one where the sheriff actually rode along with him when they were asking questions the sheriff was asking questions that they had gotten from viewers and one of them was, how are you allowed to, you know, get away with saying some of these things to the people? You know, I'd get fired in my department if I said anything like that to somebody I'd pulled over. It was what just did kind Sheriff of Lamb have to say? Uh, uh, Sheriff Lamb was the one asking um, what Frank said, you know, like, well, we have great leadership, you know, with with Sheriff Lamb and, you know, it's it, as long as we're not being like insulting or, you know, degrading, we're just trying to show that we're real people too. And, you know, we're not just big, bad, mean people. It was, it was interesting. It's true. It's yeah. good. Kidder, I had a, an, an interesting thought tonight. Yeah. Have you, uh, and this, this brings up a, a very good, uh, Hey, a segment that we we, we just got to do more of these. It's our uh, don't do this segment. Oh, I thought you were going to say that it's time that Howard starts playing flashing lights. No, um, because this is why Howard probably shouldn't play flashing lights. And um, I'm sure I will take some flack from you for it. Don't do this. Kidder, have you ever gone into Papa Murphy's to... uh, like do a, like a, a pizza pickup. Like you order it online, and you're just going in picking it up, taking it home. No, I go in there and I make sure that they make it right. I watch them. Okay. okay, so we'll we'll dive into Kidder's uh, trust issues some other episode. Um, <laughs> Good luck with that. Here's the thing: if you ever if you ever order it online and go in and pick it up. The way that that system works, at least at the the Papa Murphy's up north, and this is why I say don't do this because, yeah, don't do it. Um, The way that they they have it set up is as they make the pizzas, as they come in and they make the pizza, they then have a a giant shelf and rack off to one side where they put it with a receipt with the names on it. Kinder, there's no check-in process. There's no check process. You just walk in, find your receipt with your name, grab your pizza, and walk out. And, uh... Me being the person that I am, not that I'm a criminal mastermind, but I couldn't help tonight like because it was a busy place. I But I'm like, nobody's paying attention to me. It's like I could have walked in, taken, you know, there's a stack of like three pizzas there. I could have just grabbed that off and just walked out the door and nobody would have stopped me. I could have had free pizza if I wanted. Uh-huh. So not the best system, maybe. I don't, I don't know. Surprisingly, that's how a lot of places are for the mobile uh, dining where the services, you know, come pick up the food and then go deliver it. That's how a lot of them are. 
Yeah, but at least you have to like give a name. You have to say, you know, like order for for Howard, you know. No. You don't have to say anything. You just, really? Well, yeah. Yeah. There, there's there's a handful of restaurants that uh I know <clears throat> that uh uh do that. They put them on a table and basically the person comes in whether you order it takeout or it's a food delivery service and it's sitting there you know has the names on the bag or whatever but uh the have to grab it and then go and typically there is no one standing there watching hey is is that your is that your order do you have a confirmation number or can you show me a receipt or something nope grab the bag turn around walk out I gotta imagine that there are people who who do though just walk in and just grab a bag and walk out. Mm-hmm. I mean, sure. I, and now I'm very curious about like how many of these orders actually, you know, like how many times do the staff have to deal with? Hey, my bag isn't here. My order isn't here. Like it should be, but it's not. <laughs> Was, because somebody has has done yeah. that. Right? I'm now curious. I need some stats on that. Howard's going to do some research on his own time. Uh, no, Howard is hoping that by me saying I need some stats on this, that some you know helpful viewer goes, "Hey, Howard, I I work for law enforcement. I I can answer that question for you." Oh, there's not many calls we get about it. I don't think there are that many calls, but uh, <clears throat> maybe the stat man himself, the local geek, has a a pulse. Maybe he's got a pulse on on this topic. He has uh, secret connections. <laughs> Something. <clears throat> I could see it happening. Maybe, but yeah, I just I just kind of wondered that because it's like it would be so easy to do. Not that I am advocating stealing people's food, but it's part of me that looks at it and goes, "You, you just have to kind of grab it and go." Yeah, kind of annoying. You all right over there? Yeah, I just just finished another bottle of super glue, so. Have to reach oh. out the stash, and I thought you stabbed your thumb again or something. No, no, I'm not getting as many models done uh, tonight, Kidder, as I traditionally do. But I'm I've kind of done all of the, like the small models, so I'm kind of into the like the big guys. Hmm. So that just it, it just takes longer because there's tends to be more pieces. But I have things like this really kind of cool. Uh, Asian dragon that I'm working on. I just need to glue his front feet down. Here's the uh, Demogorgon. So, I mean, they're coming together, but they, they take a little bit longer to, to do and get placed. So, but uh, making yeah. progress, making progress. So, glad to hear that you're progressing. Yeah. I, I know I, I want to get them done because I, I I have recorded a large chunk of me uh, doing this process and the hope is to to produce a Howard's Cave of Wonder about it but I kind of want to get them all done so that I can do the next kind of shot that I want to do or at least talking segment that I want to do so I'm trying to get them all done. I mean, I could fake it and be like, well, yeah, look, I, I've done them all and not really have done them all. But, you know, we go for some realism. 
here on the uh, the old triple B. Yeah, yeah, something like that. <clears throat> and uh, gosh, Kidder, we've we've almost been going for, I mean, like an hour and yeah, <laughs> fifteen minutes. <laughs> He's doing math. <laughs> uh, try, well, I'll try to see the clock. Uh, hour and fifteen minutes before I. Uh, I don't know if you can see my 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 one set of fingers there, Kidder, but they're uh, can't take you anywhere. You just can't trust me to drink and glue. I mean, this is the thing. I, I'm learning very quickly that assembling miniatures and uh, using glue and drinking just it doesn't work for me, Kidder. Yeah, so I, I got a couple of fingers glued together. So if you had uh, an hour and fifteen minutes or so in the in the the old uh, pool. Uh, there you go. You, you're the big winner for this week. <clears throat> Speaking of pools, who do you got uh, for the, the game this weekend? I, I don't know yet. When it comes to the Super Bowl, my wife and I, we, we, we bet every year on the game. And the way that we bet on it is she chooses what team she wants and I get the other team. Because... Uh, Back like when we lived in Montana, I used to watch a little bit more football than I, I do these days. So I would at least have an idea of like, well, these guys are good. Um, and so I would like if I were to pick every time, I probably would uh, would win it. But uh, so that's how we've always done it. She gets to pick, and then I I get the other team. So we haven't we haven't decided on the bet yet. So. I, I have a, a little bit of time. So, who, who who do you got? I don't even know who's in it. Uh, <laughs> the uh, Kansas City Chiefs <laughs> and the Philadelphia Eagles, I believe. Um, <clears throat> go the Chiefs. That's right. Uh, you heard it all, all football fans. You're waiting for an expert analysis and opinion about who to choose at the Super Bowl. You just got it. Kidder's telling you to bet it all on the Chiefs. <coughs> I'd also like to uh, mention that the lawyers for the Triple B have it, would like us to say uh, that, you know, gamble at your own risk, and we are by no means experts. <coughs> and the hosts of this show don't have any money. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> Uh, spent it all however, on miniatures and cheap beer. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> sometimes it's cheap beer. However, if if KC did pull it off, congratulations, KC, you did it. I picked correctly. And uh, if it went the other way, congratulations, Philadelphia Eagles, you pulled it off. You really, you really did a great job there without Carson Wentz. There's my extent of football knowledge. You're welcome. Expert analysis. And we can edit it appropriately because this is uh, the, the, the super duper bowl's been over for two weeks at this point. Almost. Uh, yes, but we both know future Howard's not going to edit it. He's going to leave that in there because that's just too funny. <laughs> that is how things go. You know, that, that's what you get for, you know, being comedic. That would be great if... Uh... I predicted things and then it worked out, but that's also why I don't gamble because if I gamble, it's like predicting and then I'm wrong and then I lose. I don't want to lose money. 
There, there's your DraftKings screwy finish of the night. <laughs> I just think I, this is just making like an argument, Kinder, that we need to uh, in year three of the podcast, we need to introduce a, a new segment where you just make random predictions about things. <laughs> 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 and we, we we just see, you know, how many you get right, you know, just random, random predictions, you know. It's going to snow before next year. <laughs> That's too easy. Too easy. No, no. It has to be wide open. Otherwise, no, we're not. I'm not going to do it. We're not going to make a graphic for it. Nothing. <laughs> not going to happen. Well, I'm, I'm just saying, like, it loses some of the comedic. You know, effect if you go for that easy. I, I I want your like most outlandish predictions. You know. Well, I gotta warm up, right? Yeah, you don't sure. you don't run a marathon without stretching a little bit first, right? Well, yeah. I, I mean, I, I'm just that, that that's what I, I'm thinking. You know, we just need your like most outlandish predictions. You know, and then if you ever get one right, we know that the end of the world is happening. Yeah, that's about uh, eight months away. You heard it here first, folks. <laughs> <laughs> Did, did, did your did, did your uh, advent calendar of the end of the world happening in October come true? Well, congratulations. You win what's left. <laughs> hey, Kidder, you know, before we started the show, you were uh, you were working on the old uh, Instagram page. And uh I don't know if you uh, if you uh, ventured much into our uh, meta business stuff, but Kidder, your wildest dreams have come true. Somebody wants to sponsor us. Really? Yeah we we got a we got an offer. I I you know and I know we probably shouldn't discuss business on the show, but you know it's too good, Kidder. This jewelry company is offering us you know this this great opportunity. They want to. They want us to, to promo some of their jewelry. You know, I, I think, you know, that this is very much a legitimate offer. And, and you know, we, we should we should consider it. Sure. I'll, All they they, they, they said they, they said in their message, you know, that we would be perfect for displaying their jewelry on our Instagram. But we got to act now because there's only like six spots available for this. Let's do it. All right. In all seriousness, yes, we did get that offer, and no, we're not actually going to do it because it's clearly a scam. But oh man, here I was hoping that I could get some some sweet bling. <laughs> you could you could give it to the missus. Go see, honey, this job's already paid off. I, I, yeah, I mean, eventually, but I got to display it first as part of the contractual <laughs> obligation. <laughs> Be all like, yo. Check it out. Go to insert jewelry, insert blank blank dot com for jewelry. Yo. <laughs> we, we'd have to become like the quadruple B. Beer, blues, BS, and bling. Sounds like a mouthful. <laughs> That's, true. That's true. Oh, gosh. Somebody else did the triple B here recently. What was that? Maxwell Jacob Friedman. No, he he did that one. And, and we have that. It's in our opening. But somebody else I was watching and they 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 did it and they hit the triple B and I'm like, stop it. It's ours. 
God, where was that? Oh, that's going to cause me to rack my brain for a bit. But it was something not related to AEW, but somebody was going through and they, oh, this and this and this. Yeah, we could be the triple B. I'm like, stop it. (laughs) But we are looking for more followers and we are looking for sponsors. So if you'd like to help us monetize this and keep the show rolling in the right direction, just um, slide into our DMs right here for the show. Please appreciate it. Or just buy us a beer. You could do that too. Beerbluesbs.com. Click buy us a beer. You can buy us one, two, six, twelve, twenty-four, a keg. Whatever those kegs go for these days. Just, you know, please help us. Sharing is caring. And content it's content this uh asian dragon just does not want to uh fully glue down it's starting to get a little annoyed try to think what else uh, has been going on hmm. well i can tell you that <clears throat> i watched two movies since we last discussed things if you want to do some movie review yeah, I might I might even be able to add a movie in. I did watch a movie. Wow. So first movie we watched was The Man from Toronto. Woody Harrelson and Kevin Hart Netflix movie. If you've seen a Kevin Hart movie, you've seen that. It was okay. Next movie, Black Panther, Wakanda Forever. It was, um, it was all right. The, the Marvel uh, movie aspect of it made it, you know, good for the uh, effects, good visualization, good sets. Um, I really like how they have the, you know, imagination, like Wakanda looks beautiful, the futuristic nature of the, the city and everything. Not impressed with the movie. Number one, two hours, 45 minutes. Number two, uh, and three and four and five. I have issues with with the movie and part of the plot and things they do in the movie. <clears throat> and uh, I'll leave it at that. Howard. Yeah, I, uh, I I don't know about you, Kidder. There, there's been very little of the uh, current run of the Marvel movies that like have been like, ooh, I got to go see. You know, like Doctor Strange, I do want to, I, I do want to check out. That would be like the top of my priorities. Maybe Thor, but I don't know. The, like, there's not the same. At least I'm not having the same excitement for them as like when they were first coming out, and 
you know, there was the tease of the Avengers movie. So I would say new new guardians volume three will be out this summer. And that'll be the last of the guardians of the galaxy with the current iteration. Which is why I'm not excited about it. You know, I, if that makes sense, like it kind of feels like all of like the heroes that you've now come to love are leaving. And it's, it's like, we're, scraping the bottom of the barrel a bit you know like um <laughs> I, I, I say this because like uh simon just wrapped up um their third marvel united kickstarter and there were some good characters that they they were finally able to bring to the game but there were a lot that i was like "Ooh, never heard of this guy it's like you're kind of scraping a little bit at the like who do we have left that we can throw out there? Um, such. Yep. So. Yeah. And I think the primary reason for that being the last Guardians of the Galaxy is, um, is it James Gunn directing mm-hmm. those? Yep. Um, leaving the Marvel property for DC? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, he's the he's the new CEO of uh, the the DC universe, basically. Um, well, there you go. He's in charge of all the the TV, the animation, and the uh, and the movies, and he's planning on kind of keeping casts like the same. So, like the actor who ends up playing Batman in the movie will be the same actor who plays it in the TV shows who then voices it for the animation. That's his goal. Um, he actually put out his, like the first list of what they're producing. I don't know if you, uh, checked it out, but there wasn't a lot that excited me on the list. No, I'm generally not interested in the DC world. Uh, <clears throat> I guess Wonder Woman was probably the most interesting, and then uh, Peacemaker. Even, yeah. even the uh, what was that? The movie that they had to remake because it was so bad and named it the same thing. So then people would forget about the first one. <laughs> the, uh, the hell is that? Peacemaker was in the, the second version. Oh, Suicide Squad. Yes, thank you. Thank you. First one, I, I don't know. I, I'm just not a fan of uh, the DC world of things. And I, uh, Yeah. I, I think DC try has so far tried to be a lot darker and grittier, you know, and I don't know that that's really worked for them as well. Whereas Marvel doesn't tend to be dark and gritty. They tend to be more kind of light and campy almost in a sense. Um, yeah. We'll see. And I, I've never been an, a huge DC fan. I mean, I like Batman. It's probably the most of the comics that I own for Batman. But like none of the other characters really have screamed at me or been like, oh, I got to read so-and-so. It's like, I read Batman and uh, 
don't care about Superman, don't care about Wonder Woman, don't care about Green Lantern or Yeah. They just they don't interest me as characters. You know. That's just how I've always kind of been. So hmm. uh yeah, anyway, the uh, the movie that I watched, Kidder, it's an oldie, but a goodie, and it was a rewatch for me, but I hadn't watched it since, gosh, it's been ages. Uh, but I actually sat down and I wa- re-watched uh, Star Wars Episode One: The Phantom Menace here recently. And why? Because uh, I could. Been a while since I watched a Star Wars movie. Thinking about kind of re-watching them again. And uh, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. There are some parts of it that, like, now kind of watching through, I'm like, yeah, not necessarily the best storytelling throughout the whole thing, but it's not bad. It's not terrible. So. But I, yeah. So, we'll see. Maybe I'll watch the Attack of the Clones next. Continue through. Yeah. You know, just just enjoying watching watching some Star Wars. Hoping to one day get Junior excited about Star Wars. I got to get him like a Star Wars book though, because right now he just keeps. We've been reading a lot of the uh, that stupid star trek book that we did in episode three you might actually learn something (laughs) yeah it's okay it's not his favorite he's more into the the teenage mutant ninja turtles book but Mm -hmm. which i'm okay with although he's very particular like he has assigned each of us our favorite turtle and you can't tell him different you know so according to him, I'm a I, I have to like Leonardo. I cannot like Donatello, who is traditionally my favorite. Hmm. No, when I say you know, no, Dad likes purple. He goes, no, Dad liked blue. Ari like purple. <laughs> hmm. But you know, that's toddler logic for you. He's he's decided we can't all like the same turtle. So uh, just just warning to you, kid. If you ever if you ever have a kid, you know, be careful. They might tell you, like, I like Deep Space Nine, and you're not allowed to like Deep Space Nine. You like Voyager or Discovery. Somebody's going to boarding school. (laughs) Almost made you spit out your beer. (laughs) Almost. Almost. Oh. Speaking of like shipping people off to boarding school or something like that, local geek was is pretty afraid of next week's episode from the episode from now two weeks ago of killing off characters. Oh, I I, I didn't know he had said anything. He was. Uh, he was hoping that his character could be saved if he provided enough beer. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, well, what? start sending it over and we'll reconsider. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's it. Welcome to Triple B. 
we've decided to get more views. We've decided to uh, eliminate characters at the same rate as Game of Thrones. Who will survive? We don't know. Who's your favorite character? They'll probably die first. I don't have a reference point for that because I've never seen it. So it is what uh, it is. Uh, Game of Thrones, really what you need to know is it's a fantasy novel and uh, he's the author was not afraid to kill off characters. And so because he wasn't afraid to kill off characters, you know, people got upset because, you know, it's like, oh, I liked that character. Now he's dead. It's mm-hmm. kind of just that's the way it goes. That that's that's really all you need to know. Right. That doesn't, doesn't surprise me. You you never really struck me as like a fan of fantasy. <clears throat> I'm a huge fan of Trogdor. <laughs> Not fantasy, man. Not fantasy. That's that comedy. Is it though? Yes. Hmm. Yes. I think it'd be fantasy because you know he's burninating the peasants. <laughs> burninating all the people that doesn't necessarily make it fantasy i mean if anything it's maybe closer to like horror (laughs) i made a joke yesterday at work and i i've been trying to remember what it was all day because it was a quote from a movie after somebody said something and uh my new co-worker got it and started laughing hysterically and i'm like ah good somebody who gets the humor fantastic don't you hate that when you forget like the punchline to a joke my wife and i have for gosh how long has it been now it's gotta be close to 12 13 years We've been trying to remember the punchline. I, I had made some stupid joke. It was about who hut. And it was it was done to kind of a, a rhythmic pattern, but it was who hut, you hut, and then there was the punchline. And for like I, I said it for maybe two, three weeks, and then like it's gone. I've never been able to remember it. I've never been able to come up with anything close to what it was. And it, it has bugged my wife and I forever, for as I said, like 12, 13 years, that there's this great who hut joke that we used to say it made us laugh, and neither of us can remember it. That's that's some real pain right there. How hot? Who hot? You hot? Me hot? No. Well, I yeah. grease the tracks a little. I yeah, listen, man. I've tried. I it's. I, I think it's gone. I, I think it's lost to the ether. Yeah. At one time, there was a great hoo ha joke. Now it's gone. Yeah. We'll say it happened uh, twice yesterday, though, with that because a different coworker said, "Well, I'm leaving." Because uh, he had to go get set up for an event. And I said, you can't leave. All the plants are going to die. And he started hysterically laughing, going, oh, hold on. Hold on. I know it. I know it. Propped his head against the wall for a second. Uh, uh, Bill Murray. Yep. And uh, Howard, do you remember which movie that's from? No. 
Stripes. You know, I can't say that I've actually seen Stripes. Oh, love it. It's a great movie. Yeah, I can't say that I've seen Stripes. Love it. Right at the beginning of the movie. I, I mean, where he comes back and his girlfriend is throwing everything out of their like third story apartment. And he comes in and it's like, what? And she's like, I'm leaving. Basically the, you know, plants. She gives him a plant as she's leaving. And that's when he says, you can't leave. All the plants are going to die. You know, Kidder, as kind of a interesting event, there's been a lot of confessions on this episode. Um, I am not the biggest Bill Murray fan. I was trying to think of, of like Bill Murray movies that I actually enjoy. And I'm struggling to come up with one. Groundhog Day. No, I'm not a fan of Groundhog Day. Not a huge fan of Ghostbusters. Caddyshack. Uh, no, not not even Caddyshack. And he's not even really the best part of Caddyshack. I, it's not to say that like he's not talented or that. I just, there's not a lot of Bill Murray movies that I actually enjoy. I liked his appearance in Zombieland. Mm-hmm. That was pretty good. Yeah, I mean, I've even seen bits of him on Saturday Night Live, and there's not a lot of those that I really enjoyed. If you say so. I'm just saying, I, I can't think of a lot of Bill Murray movies that I really got a kick out of. Yeah, I know you're a big Ghostbusters fan. Eh. You're big enough that it, it bothered you that, you know, when you bought Ghostbusters 2 and it was still Ghostbusters in the DVD case that it bugged you for a while. <laughs> well, who does that? A sealed copy from the factory of Ghostbusters 2, and it's the first freaking movie. How do you screw that up? Maybe it wasn't a screw up. Maybe it was sabotage. Maybe somebody at the factory said Ghostbusters too. Ah, the first one was good. The second one was terrible. Let's uh, let you really just want the first Ghostbusters. Yeah, the joke's on them because if they thought the second one was bad, they should have seen the one that came out a couple years ago. Afterlife? No, the one before that. <laughs> Yeah, but that one fell under the the problem of trying to. That one messed with people's nostalgia just too much. I never saw it. Don't plan on seeing it. Fine, it doesn't exist. Yeah, I mean that that's the thing. Like, because I know that there was some like discussion about oh, it's just people being like racist or misogynistic about it. But it's like when you when you start messing with people's nostalgia, you're going to run into that. Uh, pe- people have those things that they like and that they remember. And when you when you ruin it, it or change it too drastically, people are happy about it. That's the way it goes. Mm-hmm. I mean, especially in these days with all of the reboots and such. I mean, it's amazing how many reboots just totally fail and bomb 
And when you look at it, it's because they they tried to, well, we tried to rewrite too much. We tried to make it have this political message. We swapped, you know, characters around or changed it too much. It's like, well, no wonder this was terrible. But that's what it is. Yeah, I'm just kind of ready for Hollywood to get off the we got to do another remake or here's more remakes or sequels or I I just I'd like some new stuff, please. Please, sir, can I have something new? No. Just a little something new? Something different? Something original? Okay, you get a new Indiana Jones. Yeah, I don't know how to feel about that. (laughs) Well, go see the movie, then let me know. Yeah, cool. We'll see. I mean, it can't be as bad as Crystal Skull. I mean, now that you've said it. I know. I'm tempting fate. I'm tempting fate. I I gotta hope. Gotta hope that they go, nah, we, you know, we don't need to mess with Indiana Jones too much. Mm -hmm. I kind of wish that they would let some series just be done. I think this is the ending that they wanted the first time. Which I'd be fine with. I'm okay with there being an, an end to Indiana Jones. I thought The Last Crusade was a great ending to Indiana Jones. You know, if people want more of the character, you know what? That's what video games and books were for. It, it didn't need it didn't need Crystal Skull. South Park summed it up just fine. <laughs> I'll leave it at that. <clears throat> I, can... I did not see the uh, South Park. Oh, they they had a perfect perfect take on Indiana Jones and the Crystal Skull. Well, well, well fill me in, man. Fill me no, in. No, I, I can't say it on this episode. <laughs> you just have to go watch it. I don't <clears> have <throat> time to track down old episodes of South Park. I mean, you can at least tell me, like, hey, it's season three, or can you give me at least a direction, man. You can't just go, South Park summed it up greatly on an episode, but I'm not going to tell you which one, man. Well, the episode is called the china problem it's the 175th episode of the series originally aired october 8th 2008 the mid-season premiere for season 12. i'll get around to watching that at some point or you know what i'll just find a synopsis of it i'll ask that chat ai that everybody's been talking to i had one of our uh, site supervisors ask about their site to that thing it really did not do well summarizing that uh let's say Thought it was kind of interesting. But, uh, Kinner, we've been talking for quite a while. We're starting to run out of steam. I think it's time we wrap this episode up. You know, with some plugs. Okay. Well, as we plead to you, join us on our website, beerbluesbs.com. On the website, you can find everything about the show, including our merch store, where to find us on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and uh, Podbean, plus all the audio episodes there, and the ability to buy us a beer at beerbluesbs.com. Please join us there. Peruse the site. Become a sponsor of the show. Help us keep on going, because that's the only way to keep this show afloat. Sponsor us. Get in contact with us. Slide into our DMs and BeerBluesBS.com. As I mentioned, we are on Facebook at BeerBluesBS. We're also on Instagram at BeerBluesBS. And on YouTube, we are at 
beer blues bs as well so just go on any of the platforms search for beer blues and bs please like our show please like it do it help us out share the content as well comment on the video drop us a note below and help us get through the metrics you know what i mean help us get through and make some things actually happen other than that well if you're on any of the audio platforms that are out there such as google podcasts google play apple Podcasts, itunes spotify iHeartRadio, pandora amazon music stitcher tune in imdb or player fm please please search for us beer blues and bs beer blues and bs please subscribe to us for free or like us for free share the episodes drop us your comments on the episode we'd love to know your thoughts and opinions so help us out beer blues and bs other than that well killer kidder shows also on spotify you can follow the curated playlist that i keep there with all kinds of amazing music to keep you going for days and days without even hearing a repeated track on Spotify, the killer kidder show. Otherwise here we are. And we'd love to hear from you. That's right. Join us there. Beerbluesbs.com, And again, find everything about the show, including the merch store mentioned it before, but, you can get one of these wonderful triple B pint glasses, beer, blues, and BS pint glass right there on the web store, beerbluesbs.com. Click on merch. So I suppose that's uh, about wrapping it up for this week's episode. He's Howard Blues. And uh, well, me, I'm the man, the myth, the legend, Mark Kidder. Thanks for joining us for this and every episode of the triple B. Remember to keep your glass at least half full. There's free beer tomorrow, and we will catch you on down that slightly dry Tuscan Highway. Have a good one. See you on the next Beer Blues NBS. You have been listening to a UA production of Beer Blues NBS. If you enjoyed the show, help others find out about it by rating the show or leaving a review at your podcast listening service of choice. Thanks for listening, and may your glass never be empty. UA Productions presents A Glimpse Behind the Curtain. Do 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 do